Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Swoggle Wrestling Podcast Entertainment. I'm your host, Mullet, and I don't give a fuck if there's other people here. And now this is Pod Swoggles. <laughs> of the week. Scott Steiner's back, baby! He's back! <laughs> God damn it, he's back! He's fucking back, and I fucking love him! He looks like a goddamn Harley Davidson employee that's been working at the same goddamn store for 40 years, but he's fucking back! <laughs> we are <Hey>. swogging off! <laughs> <laughs> and today we're going to be discussing all the indie events that took place over WrestleMania weekend. Finally. 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 <laughs> Just had to get that out of the way. Just had to... Look, this first... Last week you heard our awesome interview with Johnny Mundo and Funhouse, and it was all great and grand and wonderful. And but I'm sure there's a, a majority of you people that are like, "God damn it! I had to wait a whole other week for that." So you can turn the shit off while we talk about a bunch of vanilla midgets in Miami, Florida. You already heard him; it's Augie. Speaking of vanilla midgets, Enzo oh, no. Mori is really fun to watch on uh, Instagram. So please follow him. I don't know why I'm promoting his Instagram. But I just fucking love it. So I like I'm like a little giddy kid when I watch that shit. It's funny. He just changed his uh, his Instagram name too to just real to one. Real one. Yep. In honor of his one million followers. Oh, said. okay. I always get nervous when they change like yeah. any sort of handles or anything. Cause it's like, oh no, what what happened? What happened? Why are you not? Why'd you change it? Also, because every single week he just gets murdered where it would look like a write-off. <laughs> like sure, just... yeah. So at any week he could be gone because he might be six feet under. Uh, in, I believe, Nashville, Tennessee is Michael Wooden. Yeah, I'm home, uh, and I'm just still on cloud nine. I, I know this is not wrestling related, but I saw Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers for the first time live last night, and it was amazing. It was great. If you love them, go, go watch them. I know that's not wrestling related, but I, I just had to get that out. No, it would be what Shawn Michaels' backup band was called, The Heartbreakers. Oh, see, bringing it back to wrestling. That's why you're the host. I, I, I'm doing what I can. Uh, we have two gentlemen joining us in Chicago. The first one is named Spencer. Hey, uh, I'm glad Enzo Amore's Instagram is really interesting because he is not on TV. It's, yeah, not, his, it's not his fault. It's not his fault. I don't know what that's a reference to because I don't watch Raw. <laughs> yeah, well, Enzo Mori does from the back of the locker room, so he watches enough for for you or for everybody else. Sure. He's getting uh, he's just not because I saw that Cass gets uh, a lot of airtime. Yeah, I saw he was in a, a, a tr- like a, a six man tag, right? Yeah, yeah, yep. with yeah. Bauer and uh, and, and uh, Rollins. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think and Bauer he, had to step in because uh, Enzo got sideswiped by the uh, the club. Ah. So they had Finn Balor and the club uh, fight and touch each other with no buildup whatsoever. Um, cool. Cool. Also, I want to point out that I, I, I finally have worked on my schedule regularly watching SmackDown like live. Uh, and it's been like the three or four weeks where it's been like pretty bad. So I'd like to apologize for ruining SmackDown for everybody. Um, I like predictable. What? 
I like to say it's unpredictable. <laughs> that's, that's one word for it. And Rich is here in Chicago as well. So there's been this new platform that we've been ramping up at work. And I've been sort of the lead on it for like the last six months. And most recently it's come to a head and it's really made my life a living hell. And our internal jargon for it, we, we call it by its, by its initials. And his name is GFW. <laughs> oh, when you so every time I get an every time I get an email in that has GFW in the title, I get mad twice. <laughs> uh, just wait until this initiative merges with somebody else. <sighs> just uh, impact wrestling spoilers, just in case anyone was really concerned. Uh, GFW titles are now being regularly defended on Impact. Which, wasn't that supposed to happen, like, a year ago or something? I don't know, man. Alberto Patron is now, like, GFW champion. Look, if my company just out of the blue decides they need a mascot and they decide on an owl, I'm fucking... I'm leaving the country. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So this will be the last thing we discuss. uh, Anything non-indie related. Uh, I was really excited Spencer... uh, Originally, Spencer was not going to be joining us tonight. He had other engagements, but those got canceled. I was literally going to start the show being like, all right, wants to talk Sakura Genesis, huh? Let's let's open it up <laughs> for, for conversation. How I about understand. those, those headbutts? Huh? After I was on the train wearing my Bullet Club hoodie, and some dude stand next to me two-sweeted me, and I was like, "Do you watch Sakura Genesis?" And he's like, "Hell yeah!" And we started talking about it on the train the next day. So fuck you. <laughs> no, I gonna Finally, I was gonna say he two-sweeted me. I'm like, "Hey, do you watch Sakura Genesis?" He's like, "Nah, I just like doing that to people. I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about." <laughs> it's uh, a llama. Yeah. <laughs> Not a fucking wolf pack. All right. So uh, it's been, from when you're hearing this, basically uh, a full month uh, since WrestleMania weekend. Of course, our normal wrap-up show got delayed because we were there live. Uh, We also, however, that weekend had a goddamn experience. Uh, There were wrestlers traveling everywhere. I think we logged just as many miles as half the guys we saw. Um we want to make sure we took some time to kind of break down uh, the events, break down uh, faces that we are already familiar with, and see how they're how they were doing. New faces, uh, and also kind of summarize our batshit crazy weekend as well, uh, because there were plenty of highs and lows and antics there. Um, I will say that Rich Spencer and I kicked this off Thursday night, uh, just the three of us, at Evolve eighty. Uh, at a location that we will definitely be discussing in just a few moments. We did actually record that uh, stuff on a post-show in the parking lot of a Checkers. (laughs) Um, I'm not going to say how many times we were in that parking lot of that Checkers, because that's... (laughs) (laughs) That's, uh, We were in the parking lot of Checkers at least twice the amount of time we recorded. (laughs) So... Uh, I still have that information, so I would like to maybe put that up probably on our Patreon, patreon.com slash arcade audio. Uh, A little bonus content uh, if you're giving your five bucks there. If you're not already, go to patreon.com slash arcade audio. Every single month, give us a donation for five bucks. You can get wonderful bonus content like Rich Spencer and I chowing down on $35 worth of checkers amongst the three of us um, and talking about Evolve 80. Uh, 
we can still like kind of really quickly go over certain things, but I, most people are going to be discussed later on as well. So yeah, and that that audio is already pretty incriminating. <laughs> Speaking of incriminating audio, uh, that, that we won't be able to use. Uh, <laughs> that audio is well. The first audio is just incriminating for like when we die premature deaths because of our fucking cholesterol. Cholesterol. Problems. The other recording uh, that you will never hear. Uh, because it was just so poorly recorded. Uh, Augie, what did you even record that on again? My recording app on my iPhone. All right, you need to get a new recording app. <laughs> I need to get a new iPhone. <laughs> that too. Uh, we recorded immediately after the Progress Show, which we'll be discussing here in a moment, on March 31st. Uh, and the first minute and a half of it is hysterical. I've only listened to the first minute and a half because the audio quality is so bad. Just... Trust us when I say that I did make an offensive remark about the entire state of Texas and Augie didn't have an open container of alcohol in the car. None of those things happened on that recording whatsoever. Uh, so yeah, so let's... Oh, one other thing, uh, one caveat before we get into it. Uh, of course, the Pod Swoggle title tournament uh, has uh, occurred since uh, we've last live recorded. Uh, we have a new Swoggle Squad champion, and for the first time in almost a year, it is Augie, and he's actually here on the show. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah. Boo! Yeah. Boo! Fuck you, dude! Fuck you! You suck! Do something about it! Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Only because everyone thinks that you're not going to even fucking remember to use your shit. He's not! Yeah, that's, that's partly it. <laughs> How long do not. I have, by the way? Uh, so the next tournament is going to be Mar uh, May 24th. Uh, it's going to be live on Twitch at 8.30 Eastern. So we're recording tonight two episodes, and then we'll be recording again on May the 17th. So you'll have uh, two nights, three total podcasts to use um, your powers on. So, um, And if you haven't already gone to Twitter at Podswoggle, send us your list of five, any five people you want to nominate. For potential picks for the main tournament, that is the theme. Uh, I've already had some amazing results that I'm shocked I have found some of the things that have already been suggested. So uh, we'll be picking those competitors on that show we're recording on May 17th, airing on May 19th. So, Augie, uh, whenever you want, go ahead and do your worst. Uh, the Orlando Live Event Center, guys. What a fucking building, huh? All, all five of us at one point were at that building, right? Uh, yeah, so. Oh, yeah. yes, 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 yeah. yes, yes. I mean, Rich and Spencer, I live there. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> I love that. A part of my soul still haunts the rafters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, the first night, uh, the Evolve show, again, uh, for Rich and Spencer, any just, like, overall takeaways, thinking about it now? Uh, of course, people I mean, the, are... The big match was uh, Keith Lee and Ricochet. Oh, the first thing I was going to say was, those seats are so comfortable. Oh, yeah, let's start there. <laughs> so, for those of you that weren't able to go, it is a High Lie arena. Um, so... If you're not familiar with High Lie, just look up some YouTube clips. It's awesome. It's, and if it's... you're not familiar with how to spell High Lie, good fucking luck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, know how many, you know how many times I've seen High Lie used in, like, the fucking alligators fucking crossword? It's like, blank lie. And it's like, oh, for fuck's sake, how many times are you going to use this goddamn clue? They used to do it in college all the time. Uh, the ring set right in the middle of what the highlight court would be, and then they set up actual seats around it for regular for people that didn't want to pay general admission. But general admission was just actual stadium seating 
all across uh, the other side of the wall where the highlight events would go on. Um, so there was not a bad seat in the house. So the further you set up, you actually were closer to the secret bar upstairs. Well, it was a secret bar the first night. <laughs> uh, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful venue. But yeah, uh, Ricochet and Keith Lee, uh, I think would probably be like my third or fourth favorite total favorite match of the weekend. Roughly. Yeah, I think that's yeah. I think that's very fair to say. Apparently, uh, we were not at the Evolve show the next day, but the best match of I think the Evolve weekend was Keith Lee versus Donovan Dijak. So just two big giant motherfuckers like killing it, uh, wow. doing doing stuff they're not supposed to do. <laughs> um, and uh, how about that secret show that happened after Evolve eighty that we that we opted out of because bro. we ended up staying up. Just as late. Yeah, thanks, <laughs> Augie. Waiting for Augie. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Augie. If we'd known you would have not shown up until 3.30, 4 o'clock in the morning, we would have stayed and watched Marty Janetti probably puke everywhere. Well, I had <laughs> hockey, munchies, traffic. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. You just described Marty Janetti's weekend. That's <laughs> the same fucking weekend. Uh, everyone I'll say, said, well, we can talk about him later. Yeah we, yeah, we were going to. Everybody said it was a fucking crazy fucking show. A lot of fun. Um, we had our own experience. Look, we ate checkers. Uh, that's when the night we did the drunk history, so it all worked out okay. It worked out fine. Um, you made some new friends. That actually became friends over the course of the entire weekend. Uh, and also, the, the, uh, the origination of what you'll hear randomly on the show, uh, not sexual Mauro Ranello, but highly convoluted analogy Mauro Ranello. Um, <laughs> he'll pop in every so now Mauro- Mauro Ronaldo, just a step to the left. <laughs> Mauro Ronaldo, except you guys are nice to me. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so he'll 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 pop up every now and then. You never know when he's going to show up. Uh, but yeah, like I said, a lot of this you can hear on the Patreon site. Uh, just want to real quick say, uh, I don't think that this is the only time we're going to get to talk about Jason Kincaid. That guy's awesome. Yeah. I thought he was supposed to be at that AAW show that Spencer and I went to the week after because we're fucking psychopaths uh and yeah he wasn't there so i, I must have read it wrong it must have been a different show uh, i believe he got hurt actually oh for real i believe he got hurt that, that weekend that's... because he got pulled from another match and replaced by somebody so i think yeah. that's more so what it was <clears throat> well super cool like good wrestler unique character yeah. um just very all in all like awesome to watch <laughs> hey, who uh, else was in that match it was uh Leo Rush. Uh, Leo Rush. He got added to it because it was originally supposed yes. to be just Jason K- Kincaid and Jaka, who I also like. Mm, yeah. Uh, Leo uh, Rush, man. Leo Rush is really fucking good, too. Yeah, yeah we're going to talk about Leo Rush. Uh, and by that, I mean I am picking him right now with my draft pick ahead of August. So fuck all y'all. That's my first pick. <laughs> uh, hey, Rich, uh, Widden, Augie, the, uh, this year we're live for WrestleMania winner of guy that we really like that probably got hurt really bad is Jason Kincaid. Congratulations. You're taking the trophy from Uha Nation. Uh, and we saw how that all turned out. Hey, I wasn't there. Don't put that on me. Well, I'm just saying you guys can relate to... Uh, you can relate to... Well, actually, Augie's completely off the He was at neither one of those shows. But you were at the Dragon Gate USA show, Widen. You were there. Uh, you could have oh. helped catch him. <laughs> uh, if I wanted to, like, donate my life, yeah, I could have caught him. Yeah, instead, of us, instead of us looking at Loki <laughs> and some goddamn sausages in the back. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, of all 80, awesome. So, uh, the next day, Friday, was really the crux of this weekend. And that Lord. we were animals. 
and went back to the same venue. I live, not that this matters, I live basically about 45 minutes away from where the venue is. So we were up until 4 o'clock waiting for Augie to get in and then had to be back at the same venue by noon for the progress show. We were on time, right? We made it on time. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and they, yeah. they were running late anyway. Yeah, every yeah. every show was every show was on Augie time. <laughs> it's perfect. Yeah. Which was uh, perfect. Yeah. yeah, significantly more crowded than the Evolve show because people were getting into town. Uh, and I guess Progress, would you say Progress would be a bigger name than Evolve? It's definitely a hotter name right now, that's and, for sure. And, and probably bigger in the UK, and there was a ton of uh, UK people yes. there. It was yeah, a, like it, the whole weekend. It was a lot of fun to hear the different cadence and dueling chants. Because you could literally yeah. hear <laughs> the fucking accent. Like, you don't hear fucking, you know, British musicians have accents half the time when they're singing. But you could hear it when they're chanting fucking yeah. uh, but, first name, first name, first name, fucking last name. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but also like the complexity of chance too, because they have like the benefit of like 500 years of fucking soccer hooligan chance. Right. Well, that's <laughs> like you know like fucking. And we're just uh, fuck them up, uh, fuck them up. It's just like it's the perfect fucking yeah. just. Yeah, like just ones I don't even I don't even microcosm know. of the two cultures. It really is. Yeah, like we, we were singing along with a lot of them, but we we're like, well, we know this chant, but we don't know where the fuck this chant comes yeah, from. Yeah, it's like going going to a band, a concert for a band that like you know, you know yeah. most of the stuff. <laughs> it's also if you go to like uh, you go to a, a big concert and it's right when the artist has released like their new album and you don't have it yet and they're playing everything off that new album, and you're like, oh yeah, I like this song. Fuck, I don't know any of the fucking words. <laughs> you just have to, like, act like you do. Like, play something old. Uh, yeah, you yeah. might be able to catch the chorus on the third time. Yeah, and I'd say, like, Progress definitely seemed bigger because it was also, like, more of a special attraction as well. Like, this is, like, what, their first time? Definitely first time for Mania Weekend, right? Uh, I think they might have done it last year. I, I know it wasn't their first. He actually, mm. the guy that did the opening said that like it was bigger than they did last year. So it wasn't the okay. first time, but it's still v- pretty new. Also, the difference is there's a, there's a crossover there because they also were having progress matches at fucking Access. So yeah. more people c- could put a logo and a, a name to everything that was going on. Did Tyler Bate defend the uh, UK championship there? Did, yeah, yeah. Okay. so let's, let's start yes. running through the card. Uh, Zack Sabre Jr. in his 19th match of the weekend... Uh, want to point out that uh, throughout all this, uh, we saw at least me, Rich, and Spencer saw Zack Sabre Jr. wrestle four fucking times, twice in the same day, and did not see him even come close to losing in any of them. Nope. Took Spencer and Rich going back to fucking Chicago to finally see him lose. <laughs> uh, against Jimmy Havoc. Uh, now, Augie, I'm gonna, I, I want to start kind of start with Augie, because a lot of these guys are newer to Augie. And also, this is a test to see how good Augie's one-month memory is. Um, oh, horrible. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> I should have just been like, hey, Augie, run down the card for me. Uh, I, know you'll, <laughs> I know you'll get the third match. Um, uh, thoughts on Zack Sabre Jr. and Jimmy Havoc, if you have any? I liked it. I didn't know who Jimmy Havoc was before, and I, and I knew of Zack Sabre Jr., obviously, and I didn't really watch much of the Cruiserweight Classic, but... Uh, fun. It was a fun match. Everybody was yelling Jimmy. That's where the, that's for me. That's where the first yeah. name, first name, first name, fucking last name started. Because Jimmy, 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 fucking havoc. 
Well, he's so, he's the main one. Well, him and Tommy End, I think he basically, I don't know which one came first. He basically is mainly inherited it from Tommy End, though. Uh, Alistair Black. Uh, yeah. yeah, and this That's is the match good. that Saber got, like, hard way cut open, too. And it's like, oh, my yeah. God, he has two more matches to work today. Jesus and Christ. Today. 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 Yeah. And then later, we, didn't we see him again later? I think probably that same day. He main he evented got the Rev- again in that same yeah. spot. Yeah, he main evented yeah. the Rev Pro show against Penta. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it was it was fine. I, I This is the only time I think we saw Jimmy Havoc, so I liked him. Yeah. Didn't, didn't get everything about him. But, again, it was a short. Zach's matches the whole weekend were good, but I don't think they were great because he had to work seven yeah. matches. He had to get through the weekend. His best match, I would probably say, would be the match against Penta, which we'll get to in, in a little bit. Um, uh, yeah, I would maybe say the Quackenbush match, but but like you said, like when you consider the fact that he had to wrestle like 400 times that entire weekend, sure. like, oh yeah, he probably is the performer of the weekend. Plus, coming off the fact that he had already worked six matches two weeks prior for March Madness. Um, yeah, year, run which he, ragged. Which he remembered vividly. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't have anything else to add to that one if no one else does. Uh, we saw Rockstar Spud, uh, which we weren't expecting, against uh, somebody that did not impress me at all, James Drake. The only thing I remember, that's the panda cock guy, right? Was that him? No, no, that was an... <clears throat> That was the next match, wasn't it? Not the next match. Yeah, I want to say that was a show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. The guy who... who the, the, we're talking about the guy who fought Spud? No, no the guy with the panda no, on his no, cock? No, the panda on his cock. That that's was at the... That, yeah, that's that, what we're saying. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah. at the ballroom show. It was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, that was the first Super Show. The reason why you're getting those confused is because for the one guy, we were we were, we were uh, singing at him, you got a panda on your cock, and we got yeah. that from the guy who fought Spud, who had mm. his whole name on his cock. That's oh, right. no, yeah, he's got his whole name on his... Oh, I think it was his whole name on his ass. On his arse. Oh, on his arse. cock's all mixed up, man. <laughs> look, all these British people look alike, okay? <laughs> I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> all these pasty, fucking long-haired dudes. Uh, yeah, that guy didn't do anything for me, so... Uh, um, and it's that might be, like, the last match Rockstar Spud wrestles. I don't know. He just ring announces now in Impact. He's not a wrestler. Yeah, he's not working. He he took Borash's job because Borash is a commentator. Um, Augie, the third match. Remember the third match? No, so clearly. Nope. Uh, it was uh Tony Storm? Oh, 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 yeah. I don't know who she was wrestling. I don't really care. But Tony <laughs> Storm was awesome. Had to get Augie his time to send women's wrestling back about five or ten years. Um, oh my god. My dream WrestleMania next year, her and Alexa Bliss, great match. I love that we forward to it. I think we missed the Front first row seats. Augie and I missed the first half of this match because we we were on bar duty, uh, and then we came up and he was so pissed. <laughs> he was so bad. By the way, this is the third match. We're all already drunk. Can I just point that out? Especially Spencer. Spencer, what were you drinking the entire weekend? Uh, whiskey cokes, like <laughs> doubles. Yeah, doubles. Like nonstop. We went up. You had you didn't drink it all the first night, so we start right at noon. Me and Augie go up and get the first round. I'm like, you want? He's like, yeah, just give me a, a fucking Jack and Coke. I'm like, all right, fine. So she asked me, single or double? I didn't think any of it. I just went double, <laughs> and we just kept. Re- we got to the point where they, we went up. They knew the fucking order, so they just yeah. kept ma- they just kept making it. Not Dude, what I, what I love about Florida is how cheap all the drinks are. Yep. Like it's it's twice as expensive in Chicago. Get that drink. That being said, I went back to Florida uh, two weeks later for a wedding. Ended up at this fancy pants hotel, some like bullshit bougie hotel. 
I was ordering the exact same drink, the exact same whiskey and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, two two drinks. I had two drinks. They're both doubles. It cost me fifty five fucking dollars. <laughs> <laughs> that was mind you. We were at. Yeah, a- and I was like, well, cool. Being back in Florida. <laughs> We are we are at a professional we are a live event so alcohol is already jacked up to begin with. Uh, I don't think because all the rest of us were just drinking beer. I don't think like our round was that much <laughs> like at all, yeah, <laughs> like at all. So, good lord, you are probably on a water diet. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, the girls the girls had a good match. Uh, I really really like Tony Storm. The other girl, Ginny. Uh, it seems like everyone's kind of indifferent on her, but you know she was out. She, uh, Tony Storm specifically really impressed me. I know she's got a lot of buzz right now. Yeah. Um, and then we saw uh, Travis Banks. She got a lot of butt right now too. Travis, Travis Banks. That was another one of those fucking chants. I don't know. What, I don't know what they mean or where it's from. I thought it was like uh, this is terrible, but I thought it was like Zachary Binks, like in Hocus Pocus. But I'm probably wrong. <laughs> no, probably wrong. <laughs> I will play what's oh, gonna no, say. You never know. You never know. Like you don't. Like they're fucking. There's been some random references. Uh, apparently he's got a lot of buzz right now as well. Uh, and TK Cooper against maybe one of my new favorite tag teams, Sammy Callahan and Shane Strickland. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they had fucking phenomenal chemistry together as and a team. A, and it's not the only time we would see them as a team. We'll see them later on as a team the same day. Uh, yeah, it just fucking works, and it fits. I've never been the biggest Sammy Callahan guy, but that, to me, works. Rich and I have been Shane Strickland fans since we first saw him at an Evolve show in fucking at Ebor years ago. And yeah. it's, it's good to see him really starting to ascend and get some shine. Um, Looming, blossoming. We were, we're like the Shane Strickland hipsters. It's great. We were. Remember he was Swerve? We had to explain he still to does him. that, actually. Oh, good. We had to explain to him how you're friends with Vince Russo. Yeah, exactly. That yeah. was a good explanation. Yeah, that's the only way we can explain it. This was probably the the best match of this show. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, and then afterwards, Matt Riddle. Was this Trent- the show that had the uh, the body bag, or was that the Evolve show? That was the Evolve no, show. No, that was the show. That was the Evolve show? That was the Evolve show, yeah. Because that was right, Ethan that Page. Was show. That's yeah, right, I didn't see a body bag. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was just some some real shitty storytelling. You'll okay. hear about uh, that. Apparently, that match main evented the next night show and was really good though. And now they're have awesome. doing it again. So yeah, good for them. Just they, well, they must have just worked out the kinks. Like, okay, hey, let's get all this bullshit out and <laughs> yeah, have a match. Don't do twenty minute storyline shit in a room full of people that don't follow your fucking storylines. <laughs> yeah. It's wrestling. Well, I mean, the story itself like not told well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then we saw Matt Riddle versus Trent Seven. Uh. So we're in progress. So Trent Seven, Tyler Bate, and Pete Dunn, even though they're WWE UK guys, are in a British Strong Style stable. So we got kind of a different Seven and a different Bate than I think. What and we they're were. heels. And yeah, they're heels that we were anticipating. Because Pete Dunn being a babyface is like a banana being fucking purple. Like it's <laughs> it's not gonna work. Um, <laughs> unless, it's, gonna work unless it's fucking let's go crazy. Um, so uh, this was good. Uh, what everyone think of Matt Riddle? I like him. Uh, I like that you can tell he used to be a, uh, a UFC fighter or MMA or whatever the hell, because he just like bounces around. Yes. Like uh, as he's like starting, like he's like like 
You know what I mean? Like, I, yeah, I, I try to describe. Like, yeah, he's on like the balls of his feet. He's like always. Exactly, exactly. <clears throat> he's still green uh, as fucking shit too, which is what I love. Like you can see, he's yeah. been doing this like two years, and he's already like that level. Uh, well, we, I. I was just going to say, Richard, I saw him at the yeah. AEW show. He- I, I missed most of this match, but yeah, we saw him uh, uh, close out uh, the first half of the AEW show the weekend we got back against Michael Elgin. Yeah. First time uh, they hooked up in a ring. And holy Dude, shit. It was that, that was the match of the night, right? Yeah, it probably was. It was yeah. <laughs> It was fucking great. And he, he kicked off the weekend for us against Galloway, which we'll talk about. Uh I just want to point out, uh, if you want to hear Rich uh, eat, like, four fucking hot dogs, I'm really pimping this extra content on Patreon. If you want to hear Rich eat four <laughs> hot dogs and talk about four pal drivers, fucking make sure you're going to Patreon. Uh, oh, first... yeah, I forgot. That's how the weekend started. It was the... with two pal drivers. I'll drive my heart. Widenoggy, the, the ending of the first match of the first show was a pal driver off the apron through a table. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, which uh, the man kicked out of. I apologize. It wasn't the end of the match. He kicked yeah. out of it, and then he picked him up and gave him another power driver <laughs> just to make sure that Rich was paying attention. Uh, WrestleMania weekend, Rich! <laughs> uh, Witten, you didn't get to see any Matt Riddle, right? No, I did not get to see any Matt Riddle. But but I have seen videos and PWG and stuff like that. And, I mean, for what I've seen, I, I do like him. And you're you're big. You uh, had Trent Seven in the the pit. Um, Seven. Yes, sir. I feel like Seven's gonna get like easily forgotten in like the midst of everything. He's solid in everything he does, but I, I feel like he there's he's older and he's gonna be used to get a lot of people over, which sucks. I think he has more to offer. Uh, Augie, you remember anything about this? Um, is we still talking about Matt Riddle? Yeah. Not really. I, I remember you, when we were there, you were telling us who it was, and it was Matt Riddle. And then I kind of remembered from the PWG highlights that I've, that I've watched with you guys right. and being like, all right, cool, this is going to be awesome. And it was a good match. It just, you know, I get, I, he's not going to go all out at a show like that, I guess. Right. Well, I mean, so also, was, he ended up winning the WWN title uh, at the Mercury Rising show we didn't go to because we'll get there later. Uh so like he had bigger things to do that weekend. So again, holding okay. back, holding back for the time being. Uh, go figure. He's a super chill guy. Uh, I, I bought a shirt because I <laughs> think he's fucking awesome. Uh, and I smelled like weed for the rest of the weekend because of that. <laughs> uh, Was it the, uh, an MW Bro shirt? No, no, he got. Uh, I bought the Ninja Turtles one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, then uh, we saw history. We saw a WWE title get defended uh, at a not WWE show. Uh, Tyler Bate and Mark Andrews. I want to say a, a brief fuck you to the planners of this show. I know he's a heel. Let him come out to the Sledgehammer theme. I was so excited to hear Sledgehammer. I know I could just play it, but I was excited to be at a wrestling show and hear fucking Sledgehammer. Uh, it was uh, Tyler Bate and Mandrews. Um, I think I missed... I unfortunately missed a lot of this match because, again, it was my turn. Um... We got drinks a lot every match. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Every match. <laughs> like it was pretty much like our turn. Maybe at the beginning of the match, Rich and Rich and Spencer turn at the middle of the match, and if Witten was there, his turn at the end of the match. We just kind of rotated. Yeah. Well, no, I think for the most part, like it was the point where like we got to uh, the Wyndham, and Spencer's like, 
I got to get the next two because like I didn't get anything. Yeah. Yeah, I owed like a million. And then and then also he was the one getting the double jacks, but thankfully we're twenty seven yeah. fifty a piece. Um. But so yeah, so Rich and Spencer, uh, our only chance to see both of these guys. Um. Thoughts? You know, to- we ordered the same thing every time for drinks, but I don't think our tab was ever. Exactly no, was <laughs> it? Wasn't. Nope, never, never. Not even at the Wyndham, not even at the hotel. And the beers were significantly nope. more expensive. Uh, Bait and Andrews, uh, Rich and Spencer, I feel like you guys saw this one the most. Eh, I don't remember, dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, I really like this match as well. I really fucking like, I mean, uh, uh, Bait's great, everything awesome, and he's like fucking, you know, 17 years old or whatever, so <laughs> yeah. like, like we'll be watching him for the next fucking 50 years. But, uh, man, Mandrews, I uh, am always uh, surprised how much I like him at the end of every one of his matches because I feel like he's that type of style of wrestler where, like, you know his beats and, like, when you know, like, what he does and sort of how he gets to it, it shouldn't surprise you. But I always find myself being taken by surprise uh, by it. And, And, for example, like, every match... It's like, you know, 10, 12, 15 minutes in. It's like, oh, God, Stunt on Millionaire. I forgot he does that. Yeah. It's like, no, he didn't, but <laughs> he made you. Uh, also, just the name of the move, Stun Gun Millionaire. Ah, perfect. Uh, yeah, we're going to be seeing this match for the next, like, 30 years because these guys uh, collectively are younger than me. Um, yeah, so it was also Mandrews and Dunn on NXT that had also a really mm. good match as well, like Those- a few months back. Those guys are just because they were the semifinals of the UK tournament too, and yeah, I think they wrestled in Bola. Like Mandrews and Dunn are like meant for each other, um, which leads into the main event: Pete Dunn versus Mark Haskins. I just I have like each recap pulled up. I read that uh, Mark Haskins in this match kicked out of a pedigree, the pump handle flatliner, and two tombstones. Uh, <laughs> independent wrestling. But, uh, no, it was it was it was good. I I think we've all been pretty clear on the show. Our thoughts of Pete Dunn. Uh, he's fucking great. He can be the next next great heel if they don't saddle him with either the UK or the cruiserweight uh, angle. Um, and it's, even even in this atmosphere, it's like fucking really easy to hate the guy. <laughs> so, good. On. That being said. Yeah. That being said, uh, cut to a couple days later when we go to the Chikara show. He was just chilling up in the crowd, like by himself, just watching the Chikara show. Yeah. Which is like the last place I'd expect to ever see him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we were also two rows in front of, uh, of Drew Gulak, who had nothing else to do that weekend, so he just showed up. Yeah. Um, and nobody noticed, I don't think. <laughs> nobody was like, oh, yeah, that guy's on WWE TV. Uh, Haskins, I could take or leave. I've never really been into him. Um, Same. Yeah. Uh, and that was the progress show. Um, I would say I think I like this show better than the Evolve show, like front to back. Um, but also the amount of alcohol definitely helped. Uh, yeah. yeah, and also that feeling of uh, leaving the the venue and fresh air hitting our face, like really helped you helped it sink in exactly how much we had had to drink. It did. So uh, we were smart and did not pay the $10 parking. We walked back uh, across the worst uh, car wash place in the history of car washes with their fake bubble sounds um, to the Lowe's parking lot we parked in. Uh, Augie Which had was a... enough time for us to sober up. <laughs> it was 
plenty of time. It was a really long walk. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then we went uh, back towards my neck of the woods uh, to immediately think the show was going to start any second. The game was a half hour late. The Rev Pro Show, another UK promotion. Um, uh, little different setup. Really missed those. Uh, I think we were all were very happy Saturday when we went back to the OLE because the Wyndham setup was straight up bleachers. Uh, yeah, it was like you're going to see your little brother's uh, soccer game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was hot. It was sweaty. Uh, it was it was not fun. Win. This is when you joined us, right? For Rev Pro, or was it WrestleCon? No, no, no. I no. I joined you guys from Rev Pro when y'all came to pick me up. <laughs> and That's right. <laughs> y'all came to pick me up, and I think the, the windows were open in the car. And I think all of you, even you, Mullet, who was driving, had your head sticking out of the car when you came to pick me up. It's funny. Don't remember it. Um, okay. <laughs> Neither do I. I mean, just like you know, four sober guys were doing a car. Yeah, exactly. We were all, we were all cosplaying that one scene where Heath Ledger was the Joker after he blew up uh, the police station. Yeah. We, but we did get a fucking hell of a parking space there. Didn't we, have to pay for it. We did. I was like, "Fuck, we're late. Let's just go." And then we got like the best parking spot we could ever dream of getting, and not having to worry about anything else. Uh, so we get there. Uh, got. I'm sure that hotel was pleased. Because they really jammed the fuck pack into everything. Because the lobby where... It's a huge meeting space. But the lobby just had wall-to-wall merch tables of each wrestler. Um, a very, very bootleg like buffet in the back. Uh, a much smaller bar, which we still managed to, to hit up plenty. Um, so yeah, so the first show, I uh, saw Sammy Callahan again against Jay White. Uh, it didn't do much for me. I know he's a he's a, a big gajin in New Japan now. Spencer, have you seen more of him maybe than anybody else uh, following New Japan? Name doesn't ring a bell. I'm gonna say no. Um, okay. I, I talking about Sammy Callahan though. I really like uh, how he's perfected the art of spitting everywhere. <laughs> I mean, and I, that might sound like I'm being sarcastic, but no. I really am kind of down with it actually. Look, because it's like who else is doing that shit? It's so wild. When Kevin Owens got signed, there was a big gap in the independent spitting scene, so Callahan had to take it up. <laughs> Uh, nobody's nobody's doing snot rockets though, so someone's got to corner that market. Um, yeah, I yeah. really like Sammy this this weekend. I, I know you guys are kind of like whatever about him, but uh, he won he won me over. I like him a lot. Oh no, so no. Before this weekend, I felt that way, but through this weekend, okay. I was like, absolutely, this guy. Yeah, because we ended up seeing him like three or four times. I've always been receiving. Yeah, okay. Augie I drafted too. him as Solomon Crow. Yeah, yeah. Augie was the one person that dug Solomon Crow. <laughs> <laughs> So he would have drafted himself as fucking Solomon Crow, but Augie did. Uh, then the sad story of Jeff Cobb this weekend starts. Um, Man. Ooh. Everybody I was fucking jacked to see for the first time, there was two. It was Riddle and Cobb. Uh, yeah. So here we saw Jeff Cobb lose to Martin Stone, who you otherwise may know as Danny Birch, the guy that has never won a match on NXT. That's not Angelo Dawkins. <laughs> <laughs> Who's still like... Has experienced a bit of a resurgence from the UK tournament. Birch, Birch, yeah, I'm down with Birch. I he love was him. fucking great in the UK tournament and everything we've seen him do since then yeah. has been really good. He I was... love him when he's not beating fucking Matanz Equator. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. I'm sorry, he exactly. did what? Full stop. I mean, and again, I think he probably is an Matanz Equator jobbed to Danny Birch. <laughs> <laughs> Where the fuck am I? No one tell Dario. Uh, I'm sure Martin Stone has. Uh, has a consistent uh, 
stories in RevPro being a British promotion. I'm sure they just sure. booked Cobb because he was there and they wanted to get a name. Uh, but still, come on. Jeff, yeah. Jeff Cobb looks like all five of us fucking put together, but we've been in a gym. <laughs> just this fucking... I, he just is fucking impressive looking as shit. Uh, I want... I want his fucking jacket. Yeah, just a good fucking like Leatherman jacket. Uh, Letterman, just... not Leatherman. Um, <laughs> oh, just... he's the Leatherman. He loves multi tools. <laughs> 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 Jeff the Leatherman Cobb. Yeah, uh, yeah. So it was a really good match, but it just was hard to hard to swallow it at the end. Um, yeah. yeah. Then, uh, then we saw our that, namesake. That one goes down like ice cream, uh, compared to what happened to him later on. But uh, go ahead. Yeah, we'll get there. Uh, then we saw our namesake wrestle for the first time, I think, live. We never saw a swoggle wrestle before, right? Well, Spencer and I have. Yeah, at a Shikara. Oh, Shikara, right, right, right. Against uh, somebody who I know nothing about, but I'm intrigued, Lord Gideon Gray, uh, whose entrance video was basically like, he lost his smile, but, like, he was trying to find it in, like, a field. And it was really, like, comedic and weird. But, um, I want yeah, to know more. On what his gimmick was. I was cautiously he, interested. They were doing enough to make it, make you interested. Yeah. He, he cut and, a promo. shitty. He cut a promo to start where he was talking about how, I think at one point, like, he had lost a Colt Cabana. And, like, yeah. kind of made him have to be a joke. And I think that's, like, started his new character, possibly. So, of course, they brought Swoggle like... out to wrestle him. Yeah. Uh, it's part of the thing. Uh, but Swoggle did his job. You know, he did. <laughs> you know, he, he knew his fucking place. Uh, did we discuss on the podcast, Mania Weekend, that we finally, it finally happened, that we met Swoggle? I think so, yeah. Yeah, I think we did. Okay. Actually, I think we... I think we might have mentioned it in the sh- the show audio that we can't air, that we're not going to air because it's not no, good. No, that was before this. That was before this. Oh, uh, okay. So, yeah. Never mind uh, then. Yeah. Well, uh, anyway, we met him. Yeah, we met him. We met him. Uh, we thought he threw our we, button in the trash. End of story. He was, <laughs> he was weirded out. Move on. Yeah. yeah. Uh, then, we, <laughs> then we saw Marty Skrull versus Ricochet. Uh, that was awesome. Oh, yeah. Everybody... Mm-hmm. Widen, Widen is in love. <laughs> God, he's he's my new favorite wrestler. Okay, I so Marty Scroll, uh, yes. <laughs> I thought he said so, so 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 I'll tell the story real quick. So after we get done with that show and we're gonna go eat before the super show, like I see I see him out there in the lobby, and I I think I told you, Mo, I'm like I got I got to get a picture with him. So I went so I so I went up there and like. He had somebody who was helping him, but before that person could even say anything, like he saw me, he's like, "Hey man, how are you?" And like got a T-shirt and got a signature and stuff like that. And I asked if I could take a picture with him. And he's just, and he's like, "Absolutely." So I go to stand next to him. He has the fucking Ring of Honor World Television title, and he just and he just asked me, "Do you mind if I put this on your shoulder?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Please." So I fucking touched and got a picture with this title with Marty Skrull. And it was like, it was the moment of the weekend for me. Just it's pretty sick. Yes. It's so awesome. And you you did more with that title than Matt Taven did in 10 months. Fuck you, Sumner. Um, (laughs) Just for one specific fan. 
Your package is in the mail. Um, <laughs> that, sp- speaking of taking pictures of titles, can we jump back to the uh, the first night show? I forgot about this. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> we, <you> we, <laughs> we leave the show, and as we're making our way through the lobby, uh, what's it, Jervis Cottonbelly? Oh, this, this. I thought you were talking about the other thing. Yeah. No, I don't know. I don't. I don't know what don't you're talking about. It. Jervis Cottonbelly is just standing in the middle of the lobby, <laughs> like with his suitcase, just yep. standing and looking like Jervis Cottonbelly with his mask on, and he has his title around on his shoulder, <laughs> and we go. Jervis, as if we knew him, like we were all just like had too much to drink. Because <laughs> we had. <laughs> it a, yeah, it was Jervis. What are you doing here? And why do you have our title? Because at the time, I don't know if it still was or not, but Reddit, uh, Squared Circle, was technically the uh, title holder for uh, Wrestle Circus. Wrestle Circus. And without missing a beat, he he apologized <laughs> and just handed it right over to Rich. <laughs> and we all took pictures with uh, with Jervis in the title, and it was a lot of fun. And we did. Where are those pictures? Did we post those or what? On I don't think phone. we did. They're on my phone. I'll send them over. Uh, yeah, grab them. Put them up for the. I I I I, I think they're on the. They're are they on the Podswog on Twitter they or there's I've we'll, seen them somewhere. Yeah, we'll throw them up. We also did a group hug. Don't forget the group hug. Um, yeah. Also, <laughs> also apparently at that uh, Joey Janela Spring Break Marty Janetti Fuckfest show, uh, he took a really bad either reverse Rana or Canadian Destroyer and probably got hurt. So there's another one on our oh. list. <laughs> There's another one we, we heard. But he's going to bounce back. On April Fool's Day, he was treating really mean stuff about how he was going to, like, kill dogs and stuff. So it, he was fine. <laughs> uh, yeah, Marty School and Ricochet. It was fucking great. Moving on. Uh, Josh Bodum versus David Starr. Uh, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Go on. That, yeah, that was... I, I think that Bodum guy was the one we were just like, man, fuck this guy. But uh, uh, all- should have later... During the 10-man? No, 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 no. That's someone else. No, that's, I think the, no, that's coming up in two matches. Yeah. Um, Aug, Augie, was David Starr the one who you were just like, oh, look, it's Druid Starr? Maybe? Because the way, like, his name looked? Probably. Name came, I think maybe the way he came out, too. I, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, he was weird. He was a weird... Uh, we'll, we'll see him again later. Uh, Will Ospreay versus Phoenix. Um, and... Phoenix is a Phoenix is another one um, that we could have seen better of this weekend, but still, it was it was fine. Yeah, I feel like all the Lucha guys just kind of ate shit. Yeah, um, but still, you know, not a bad match. I feel like they could have done a little better, though. Yeah, I mean, and if he's gonna lose, you know, losing to Will Osprey is kind of like okay, well, it could be a lot worse. Yeah, uh, here it is: uh, the Unbreakable Fucking Machines. Michael Elgin and Brian Cage let the, all that sink in. Were defeated by a guy with the last name of Smile. Oh, that guy! Ugh. Ryan I mean, how, Smile. How do you not? Michael Elgin and Brian Cage didn't win. Yeah. Well, and and who and and it was Shane that tagged up with him, right? Yeah, Strickland and Ryan Smile. So Strickland was fine, but this Smile guy. I don't know how many fucking spots he botched. Yeah. And then there was there was one Sucks. stretch. Yeah. <laughs> there was one stretch where he took like I want to say four back to back to back to back like power moves. Like running power slam into a power bomb into like a top rope superplex into something else. And he fucking kicks out at two and I'm like I've been watching wrestling 30 fucking years. I have no idea who the fuck you are. <laughs> and you just kicked out <laughs> of all this bullshit. To the point where when they finally won, the crowd shat on it so bad. 
that he just legitimately immediately rolled under the fucking ropes and left. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. He stormed off like a kid having a temper tantrum to so the back. Like, yeah, like, yeah. The, the minute the ref hit the three, he was gone. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, cool. Well, That'll get him on well, your side. Well, because he knew he fucked up. Yeah, that. he knew how much he sucked. Yeah. That's the thing. It's like he that like the one the one piece of solace and how much he sucks. <laughs> <laughs> is he knows it. <laughs> you know, it's not like you know someone like Jared who sucks and doesn't realize. Like this guy sucks, and he's like, man, I gotta get better. <laughs> <laughs> so like you know at least he's self-aware yeah. whereas like Strickland was like alright well I caught a W I'm fine with that yeah um, and then the main event of that show was uh, uh, Zack Sabre Jr. against Penta El Cerro Miedo um, oh Zack Sabre Jr. <laughs> uh, Spencer Nice Boy had a rough weekend but this was pretty fucking good uh he had a package pile driver on the on the ring apron in. He didn't win the goddamn match with that, but he fucking got it in. You know <laughs> that works. Uh, yeah, Zack Saber Junior. Stop it! Knock it off! <laughs> I'm tired of your shit. <laughs> um, well, he he lost at uh, Sakura Genesis. You want to talk about that real quick? Uh, so the next show was. <laughs> uh, wait, I just want to say because I was uh, so we went and saw Rev Pro right after Progress, and just as far as like. Uh, atmosphere created and just sort of general tone of the shows. Mm-hmm. Man, I really dig progress a lot more than Rev Pro. Rev Pro, a little Same. too buttoned up for yeah. me. Yeah, little the ring too... announcer was a little too like tryhardy. Oh, oh yeah, fuck that ring announcer. I forgot about that guy. Fucking bootleg Jonathan Coachman, son of a bitch. But British Jonathan Coachman. That guy was just trying to get a job the whole fucking week. Yeah, basically. very much. Very much. I think there's two fundamental differences between the two. Number one. Uh, all the progress guys pr- progress is through WWN, which is through WWE. So they're approved. So th- there's a, uh, a difference between the two rosters and a lot more of the charismatic guys were a part of progress as opposed to rev pro number two, the audience and the atmosphere of the progress show was better than kind of the more general populace of this show. Well, yeah, and 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 that just goes to the uh, just sort of spirit of both in that like progress markets itself as punk rock, right, right, and then and Rev Pro being part of WrestleCon, wanting to get everybody, wanting to get more of a yeah. a little more slicked up mainstream slicked up fan wrestling fan. By that I mean fucking wrestling fans to the show. Uh, had a little break. I went to Walgreens and got some goddamn pills <laughs> because I was starting to <laughs> I was starting to feel I had a throbbing headache at this point. Uh, that was from yelling, not from not from anything else, just strictly from yelling. We went out, took My a pills. breather. My pills. <laughs> <laughs> not if you count the gurgling sounds. Um, pills are good. <laughs> uh, so then we had the WrestleCon Super Show, which was supposed to start at eight thirty. Didn't start until nine. Didn't get out of there until one. It was a long show. It was. Man. It was. It was. It. It challenged WrestleMania. That's <laughs> all I'm gonna say. It was a. <laughs> it's a long fucking show. Cause also they only announced like I like four matches and like they just kept like not doing those matches. So we're like Jesus Jones. Like what the fuck is else? <laughs> How long is the show gonna be? Uh, 
The show, really, though, this show was sick. It was insane. It, it was. was it, it fucked with us at first, and then it just stopped fucking with us. And we're like, <laughs> yeah. okay, here's the real show, you guys. Top, top to bottom, uh, non-WWE show we saw, my favorite show of all of them, because it delivered on many different yeah. levels. Yes. Uh, so, uh, right, right out of the gate, fucking Michael Elgin teaming with a midget. <laughs> That'll get you hyped. What was he uh, teaming we, with? I don't remember. It was with El Torito. It was El Torito. Yeah. Masquerita Dorada. Uh, we also got some Trevor Lee uh, and that David Starr guy again, and Caleb Conley, who I've literally seen probably like 15 times and could not tell you a thing about him. Um, he got a haircut. That's yeah. a thing. Well, it's got to fit under the suicide mask. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> and ACH, who was just dicking around the entire time. <laughs> Oh, I, I didn't stop. I, I think I think ACH was either directly in front or behind of us at every bar line by judging his attitude during this entire match. Uh, so yeah, fun little six man. If I ever have as much fun doing anything <laughs> that it looks like ACH is having during a wrestling match, then like, then it I'm is. living life right. Yeah. When um, we saw him at AAW, it was just he just. Threw all the fucks to the wind. Those are two different sayings. <laughs> and I'm but putting they, them together because that's the, it, it, it encompasses him per- yeah, perfectly. It works for him. Uh, Widen, how do you feel about... Uh, Widen, you'll always be my Big Mike, but you're not the most famous Big Mike. No, no well, he's he's bigger. I, th- I think you're taller than Michael Elgin. We had to do back to back. We'd have to do back to back. But, uh, but yeah. Elgin's probably like 5'10", 5'11", tops. He still beats me. Yeah, he beats oh, Widden yeah. then. But but still, I I don't know. We'll have to, Widden, you don't look like a baby's penis, so that helps. <laughs> baby's penis? That was a thing. They used, back when he started ROH, they literally would chant baby's dick at Michael Elgin. <laughs> Wow. We watched we watched him wrestle a quote unquote five star match while getting chanted "baby's dick" at him. So I watched that. <laughs> Good job, Buggy. <laughs> Pat on the head. I watched a baby's dick match. You did. What happened to that other guy? I have no idea. He married. He married somebody. Um, Is he still eating eggs at the eighty four diner? Oh, just stop touching wrestlers, Rich. You're doing terrible things to them. <laughs> uh, Shane Strickland was back, and we got to see him wrestle Loki, who is still somehow only 36 years old. <laughs> I think Loki started wrestling at the age of five. Um, I guess he was getting in training shape because now he's back in fucking Impact Wrestling and his X Division champion all over again. Uh, it was cool to see we Loki. Saw, he was also at the AEW yeah. show. We yeah. saw both of them at AEW as well the next week. It's good to see Loki back in the mix. He hasn't really lost a step. He's always been good. Um, hopefully he's still, got a... still still looks pissed as hell. I was gonna say hopefully he has a better attitude, but he still always looks pissed. So there's your answer there. Uh, that was fine. You know, again, it sucks to see an older guy beat uh, a younger guy, and especially one we like. But still, was, was nothing nothing wrong with that. Uh, speaking of older guy beating a younger guy, let's tell the tale of Bobby Lashley, shall we? Do we know oh. who's exactly older there? Between Cobb isn't a fucking spring chicken. Lashley's probably pushing 40 at least. Okay. Uh, so is Cobb. No, he's not that old. Bobby Lashley is 40 years old. <laughs> Jeff Cobb is... Da, da, 
34. 6 to 37. He's 34? He's 34. He's older. No, he's good. He's good. We're good fine. Lord. We're fine. Um, so, first off, man, you want to get heel heat for the match? Ladies and gentlemen, the next contest is for the Impact Wrestling Championship. <laughs> so, number oh, one, you know who's winning. <laughs> and number two... Yeah. Impact Wrestling in this room full of people. So Cobb comes out, everyone's fucking happy. Waylon Jennings music? Uh, some form of old country music plays for Bobby Lashley. And so of course he doesn't come out because it's not his entrance music. But I don't and we're just know. sitting there for like a minute and a half just waiting for... Yeah. Don't know who it, it was supposed to be for. Don't know anything. Like... It never got played again. I don't know if someone's like Spotify fucked up or something. I, I think it did. Like, so then, it was but, weird. And then, and then nothing plays. Then nothing plays. And, and then, he... <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Like four minutes later, <laughs> like for just, real though. Ma- yeah, four, um, no exaggeration. Four minutes passes. He just saunters in from the back, from from the lobby from where the he's lobby. been like signing autographs. Yeah, he, he I might guess. as well have fucking had a chicken finger in his hand. Yeah. <laughs> And then he just fucking makes his way to the ring, jumps over the fucking guardrails, and then just uh, fucking breeze heavy for the next fucking 15 minutes. <laughs> and then proceeds to have the most uninspiring nine-minute match I think I have ever seen in my life. And look, on this podcast, I've been a Bobby Lashley like apologist, where I'm like, I don't watch Impact Wrestling regularly, but when I do tune in, Bobby Lashley looks better than he ever has been. He's a name. Cool. Everyone says he's better. And I had to, I might as well have been served 500 pounds of crow as I'm watching <laughs> him just stink the fucking joint out with Jeff Cobb and give him absolutely nothing. Like, that pre-match conversation was like, so what do you do? Uh, I do a standing shooting star, I do a standing moonsault, I do a bunch of suplexes. Okay, cool, cool, yeah, no, fuck off all that. I, I'm going to come in through the lobby and uh, I'm going to I'm gonna fuck up my spear and win. <laughs> Cool. I've had I've had blinks that were more inspired than that. <laughs> it's very true. It was no bueno. Uh no bueno. Augie, Bobby Lashley, huh? Augie's asleep. <laughs> Augie right. is asleep. Uh it's a good uh, good encapsulation of I've accidentally printed out test pages on a printer. <laughs> That were better than what Bobby Lashley did. You ain't lying. Uh, next, and Helico and Jack Evans against uh, Sammy Guevara and Flip Gordon. I still don't know who these two guys are. Um, they were all right. Uh, I don't know this match. I assume the Lucha guys lost, right? No, and Helico and Jack Evans won. Hey, there we go. Yeah, they won. Uh, <laughs> Jack Evans uh, doesn't do much anymore, but he just. No, Jack just, Evans just shows up, spouts his mouth off, and then gets punched in it. Jack yes. Evans still has that cigarette in his mouth, by the way. It's <laughs> very true. Because we saw them in AEW as well, and he did, he did the same fucking thing. Look, Jack Evans, has I've seen him do some absolutely asinine high spots. So I think it's fine at this stage in his career in life that he just yells really loudly and gets the shit. He's the indie Enzo Amore. <laughs> it's perfect. Yeah. Uh, that said... At AAW, yeah. there was somebody who talked more shit than than Jack Evans did. Yeah, there is some some uh, tag the, team. The who, team was Ohio is for Killers. That's it. Oh, uh, Dave, those guys uh, was... Dave and Jake Crist. Yeah, yeah. He was just running his fucking mouth the, nonstop, the like, fucking berating the fan. 
and the Buckeye heat was <laughs> off the charts. Like, it was to the point where like Jack Evans would like start to try to say something and then just hear this guy mouth off and couldn't help but just like smile like, okay, this guy's crazy. Like he's got me. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Irish Airborne, as they were formerly known, are are starting to yeah. make their way as just being like huge loudmouth dickheads. Um, yeah. yeah, all good. Uh, the match of the weekend. Yeah, uh, better than anything else we would see. Uh, the only thing that could compare would be uh, Johnny Gargano losing like a little bitch. Um, <laughs> Damn. <laughs> <laughs> fucking words you use. <laughs> right for the balls. Have you bought your ti- Have you bought your tickets at Takeover yet, Rich? Yeah. Oh, you have. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. Okay, good. Never mind. <laughs> I wa- Spencer. Are you going with him? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay, good. I want you to Facebook Live, Rich, that entire match. <laughs> Just Johnny Gargano. Uh, Spoiler alert, I'll edit this in case anybody, uh, I'll bleep it in case anybody from home doesn't know. Oh yeah, by the way, we have to go now. Oh, you liar. (laughs) (laughs) You like have to go. Just wait, just wait three hours before the the event starts. Not even three. Uh, Wait, is it Chicago? Yeah, it's Chicago. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta go, man. Yeah, you gotta go. He's gonna. You look got for, to. He's gonna look for you, and you're not gonna be there. Yeah. It's gonna be like it's gonna be like that movie where where the guy is, you know, he's fighting his fight, and he finally wins, and he looks down, and his dad's not there. Yep. Oh, drumline. <sighs> I was gonna say uh, love drumline. That Disney uh, movie, Susie Q, with the pink Power Ranger. <laughs> that one. Uh, or did you can wait the last minute and get some pretty decent seats? Well, that's what I was saying. Time. Just just wait until five thirty. It'll be fine. Uh, so this match though That was the best match of the night Let's talk about that though. Yeah exactly Ricochet Jason Stop. Cade Sammy Callahan A.R. Fox Desmond Xavier Will Ospreay Leo Rush Drew Galloway Marty Skrull And this fucking smile guy um, So they do this 10 man tag every year And, and like for the pat- previous couple years It was kind of like Oh last year like fucking uh, Jeff Jarrett was drunk And goddamn Matt Stryker was in it <laughs> The previous so it, it yeah, what was the previous year? The previous year uh, was fucking uh, the Dudleys and Ezekiel Jackson and Tommy Dreamer and uh, fucking Kurt Hawkins. Uh, Jesus Christ! Yeah, this that's why. Like when it got announced and I saw those captains, I was like, "Hmm, this, I'm interested yeah. to see who's going to be in this." And then the teams walked so out. So it has like, like the pedigree of a shit show. <laughs> but instead, it was then, 22 like, oh. minutes of just awesomeness. Just, just nonstop Ooh. entertainment. Like, it never stopped. Like, the, the, never physical, the actual, not even exaggerating, the physical temperature in the room, it was like another 10 degrees hotter than when yes. it started. Like, every single person in the room was sweating their balls We off. all worked that match. Yeah, how <laughs> crazy it was. Like, yeah. There, was there really... are dance battles, and then there are dance battles. <laughs> <laughs> a full-blown dance battle. There was uh, a quadruple shooting star press spot. I think everybody took and or gave a rock bottom and a stone cold stunner. <laughs> yeah. <that's> yeah. Right. <laughs> this match was five different matches. Yeah. It, it was incredible. Uh, and this Ryan smile guy didn't do anything to ruin it. <laughs> <laughs> like he still sucked in the match. Yeah. But he didn't destroy it, which is all he needed to do. He was a calm uh, down match in the middle of a match. <laughs> yeah, honestly, 
He was the <laughs> fucking good this match was. He was the yeah. popcorn of the match. It was yeah. great. Uh, uh, who was who was who was the guy who ended up getting the the pin? Jason, Jason Cade. Cade. Uh, you really good. Yeah, none yeah. of us knew. Literally at the intermission when Rich and I were coming back in, Rich saw Rich saw him and Tim and goes, "I'm so sorry, but I have to know what's your fucking name." <laughs> what's the quote? And the guy told him, and Rich's like, "Cool, thanks." <laughs> and then we just went back inside. But... Ricochet tried to get me to buy some of his shit. I'm like, I'm broke. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to know your goddamn name. Um, yeah, I will purposely buy this Blu-ray just so I have this match forever. Yeah, because yeah. it's fucking worth the price of the admission I paid to get into the show to begin with, and whatever. And also owning that, that Lashley match. And, and also, when also we need to have the Rumble to officially drink to. Uh, 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 oh, oh my god! god. Right. Which was next? One last thing I say one last thing I want to say about that ten man match is it was like a it was like one of those like great classic rock like epic songs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was like a fucking like meatloaf song. Yeah. It was like a, like a, like a fucking <laughs> yeah. great nine minute meatloaf song. Yep. That's like four different songs like within it. It has a fucking Vince Scully breakdown. <laughs> Fuck, I was going to say that. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Fucker. God, I hate you so much. Uh, and yeah, it was it was so fucking good. And then the uh, the promo afterwards was yeah. fucking great too. Yeah. About like... how, yeah, uh, uh, Ricochet and Osprey just talking about how, like, yeah, they let us legitimately pick our own teams, and this is who we picked. Ricochet made the joke that he picked the team with all the black guys, including Sally Cam- Sally- Sammy Callahan. Uh, and it was fucking it was fucking wonderful, man. It was so fucking great. Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, the crowd threw money in the ring. I've always wanted to be their life for that. Uh, we were yeah. all out of cash at this point, so we couldn't get obliged. <laughs> also, we were really far back, and so we didn't want, like, fucking scrubs to get our money, so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh yeah, can't nice uh, Augie, anything else you guys would add about about the ten man match? Yeah, about the fucking uh, workout. I just I like for the only one time in my life I wanted to like have Duggan eyes so I could just see like <laughs> everything that was happening in the whole match because I just felt like my eyes were going everywhere. Hacksaw Jim Duggan enjoyed that match so much more than anybody else because he really experienced it. Let's ask him real quick. Hey Jim, how you doing? Let's ask Jim Duggan some questions, tough guy. Oh, doing good, bud. How's it going? How's everybody doing on this beautiful, balmy April evening? Good. We're doing really good. Uh, I thought it was May, so I thought you already fucked that up. <laughs> uh, how was your WrestleCon experience? Did you have a good time? Had a great time. I, I, I signed a lot of autographs and bought a lot of autographs. Good. Uh, I have to ask as usual, who was your favorite, uh, who was your favorite participant in the 10 man tag this year? My favorite participant in the 10 man tag, bub, I had to be a Leo Rush. Oh, you actually got that right. Okay, cool. <laughs> and, uh, who's the ninth president of the United States? Ninth president of the United States is Martin Mole. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jim. It's past your bedtime. We'll see you next time. Oh, no problem, bub. Thanks for having me on. You're welcome. Oh! You gotta get it in. Contractually obligated. Uh, this 20-man battle royal. Look. Jesus. Look. It, it, this 20-man battle royal was a club that Stefan goes to. <laughs> this, <laughs> it had, it, the 
Battle Royal has everything. Vampires, a drunk guy, Mr. Hughes, Dan Cortez. Uh, I can't believe that at the age of 30, I finally saw Mr. Hughes live. <laughs> this is the greatest moment of my life. He's fresh in my mind. Uh, I know him. Yeah. He fucking wrestled uh, Mantar. I just saw him two weeks ago. He killed Bash and Booger. We got, we, got, we, got, we got to hear half of Welcome to the Jungle and get really excited, and then George South walks out looking like Beetlejuice's dad. Um... <laughs> Uh, we'd already been playing Ass Man the whole weekend in the car, so when Ass Man yeah. actually hit, was like the pop of the night, because I think everyone has just, <laughs> yeah. everyone has just been doing it, apparently. <laughs> just like, yeah. uh, we got to see Shane Douglas get the night off of work and be able to be in this match. Uh, didn't, we get, didn't we see two vampires? Uh, yeah, Gangrel and Kevin yeah. Thorne, but they were dumb, and they, I think they had Kevin Thorne eliminated before Gangrel got in the goddamn match. And then, uh, Augie, do you want to break down uh, the epic that was Marty Jannetty? Man, that that ballroom was insanely small, and there wasn't a very large ramp at all like WrestleMania, but I still felt like he needed one of those carts to get him <laughs> <laughs> the whole 10 feet from the ramp uh, to the ramp. Fucking crash cart. First off, I want to point out that the Rockers music hit, and for a half second, I'm like, is Shawn Michaels in this fucking God match? damn it. Holy Shit. Totally didn't think, oh, wait, fuck, it's going to be Marty Jannetty. Uh, who obviously borrowed everybody else's gear to kind of make himself look like a rocker. Uh, he's doing Titus O'Neil's, like, ura, ura, ura hand motions. Well, it's the shit that uh, <laughs> our friend Brian Jager described Jannetty doing at WrestleMania weekend last year, where it's like half of Titus's thing, half of uh, a dab? <laughs> It, it's sad. So he gets in but the ring. And like, he double leg takes over. I forget who. And like, it's the slowest, saddest thing ever. And I think on the podcast, because Marty DeRosa and Excalibur were commentating the event. Uh, but on Marty's podcast, he said like last year, everyone like was like really into it and like laughing and having a good time. And this year it's like, okay, this, this joke is done. <laughs> Like, this isn't funny anymore. This isn't funny. For us, it was, for us, it still kind of was because it was our first year experience. So when we go to Mania next year, then it'll be sad uh, because he'll yeah. be... Because yeah, he second will, time around is when it gets real. Well, it'll be sad next year because he will have passed. Um, <laughs> oh. Uh, but yeah, it was, it was everything I wanted. When I told you guys there was going to be a 20-man like WrestleCon rumble, it was exactly what I wanted. Uh, we got to see Swoggle win it. And then Marty, Ra- yeah, Marty Jannetty's eyes were fucking glassier than the pyramid at the Louvre. <laughs> well, they had to be when he was such a coward that jumped through the glass of the barbershop window. They immediately turned his eyes in a glass, Rich. Oh, that's what happened. Yeah, that's, that's what started it all. <laughs> Been 25 years of hell. Uh, then, just when you think it's over. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> it, was all for, it was all for the DDT like 24 hour championship Iron or whatever, Man right? heavy metal weight championship yeah. yes wait oh, which what was the deal because what was the dick guy the dick dick guy's name Matt Strayer oh Joey Ryan okay <laughs> <laughs> didn't he get eliminated 
No, <laughs> no, no. Uh, answers. no Did so, he get eliminated at the beginning? What the fuck was that? I researched this. So every year at WrestleCon, they do a running gag, apparently, with Matt Stryker, where he ends up, like, pinning somebody because it's always around his birthday or something. So the the match itself was for the title, but it was just like a regular battle royal. It had to be thrown over the top rope. So the pinfall didn't count. Oh, it okay. Was, okay. It was just a running gag. Uh, uh, Joey Ryan celebrating. And then enters Sandman hits. And again, at 30 years old, and having been watching my entire life, you don't think you're going to see a live Sandman entrance this late in your life, especially in a public place where you're definitely not allowed to smoke. Well. He don't give give a fuck. (laughs) Uh, The full full six-minute entrance is on YouTube, in case you want to relive it. Um, It was amazing. Uh, I was really excited for one of us, for him to get to the middle. And for him to pour beer down one of our throats, but he didn't make it that far. Um, he didn't take a single sip of alcohol. So I think the same no? man's. I think he's on the uh, the up and up. He looked to be he's eighty years old. <laughs> well, he he didn't have a, any alcohol himself, but he had like a fucking like a case, a case. Like a by the time he got to the ring, was like empty because he had poured so many down the gullets of everyone else in the audience. Yes. While uh, smoking everyone else's cigarettes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 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 an epilogue to the story. Uh, this night. Uh, Brian Jager, our good close personal friend, would run into the Sandman at a Denny's, and the Sandman was begging for either a ride or a place to stay. I don't remember which one it was. Um, could have been both. I don't know. But um, we saw the Sandman entrance live. So guys, I don't need to Wait, go and to then, show ever. And then he beat the hell out of. Uh, <laughs> oh, and then he won. Right, Ryan. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> With yeah. a kent- uh, What do you call those motherfuckers? A kendo stick. Let me not bury the lead. Yeah, later that night, he's t- in a den, he's telling Jager, just like, yeah, I won this thing. I don't know where I'm going to stay tonight. <laughs> Yo, Brian Jager. Uh, let me see. I'm going to look up right now. Man, the Wikipedia page for this title is long. <laughs> let me see if I can find who the current champion is. I saw Sky- uh, uh, a TV camera crane became champion at one point. Okay. Uh, the current champion is Joey Ryan. Uh, when did he win it back? Oh, this doesn't look like it's been updated, so... I honestly don't know. But the same weekend, uh, the Invisible Man, Joey Janela, Eddie Kingston, and a trash bin won the title. So, <laughs> Oh, no, I'm sorry. Uh, Swoggle beat him back for it the same day? I, I am so confused. <laughs> but that's that's the summary of that. Um, oh, and Moose was in this match. Moving on. Uh, TLC, Augie, your boy. Uh, our boy. All of our boy now. Uh, after last week, Johnny Mundo and Brian Cage. Um, the guys didn't work and the girls did all the work. <laughs> That's really what happened. Because, right, because Taya took, like, a fucking powerbomb through the table. Yeah. And then Melissa Santos got, like, fucking spear through the table. Did either one of these guys go through a table? No, I don't think so. They know what's um, up. They, they worked light as a feather, baby. Yeah, yeah, none of them. Yeah, none of them went through the table. No. Cool. Um, it was fine. It was you know it was good. Uh, wasn't like the. At this point, I think they probably got their time cut because it was like twelve thirty, and they're like, guys, <laughs> let's 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 move this along. Uh, was it um? Was it Mundo and Phoenix we saw at AEW? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, that was good. That was a really good one. Yeah. And then uh, and then the shortest match of the evening, the main event. Uh, the Hardys <laughs> against Penta and Phoenix the Lucha Brothers, who I want to say right now, uh, in 
if they don't get signed anywhere else and they keep doing the independent stuff, they will. They will be the best tag team in the world uh, by the end of like next year or like the end of this year. They're the best tag team in the world right now. <laughs> like they are fucking great together, uh, and they they shined in this seven minute match. Um, yeah, we really probably should have known the Hardys were going to show up to WrestleMania when they worked seven minutes in this main event. Yeah, I guess that's a good point. I mean, we all assumed it was going to be at least like Monday or Tuesday. No, I mean, I thought, I thought. I did not think, I did not think they were coming back at all. Right. It um, made, it made sense to me. They were working lighter. Yeah. Well, so they had the ladder match the next day against the Young Bucks, which they did. Yeah. Use, they did do a lot of spots for It's still not like balls of the walls you'd think, but, um. You know, again, a little disappointing, but at that point, I think we were ready to go home. <laughs> we had, yeah. I think we had seen, what was it, at like 12 hours of wrestling that day? Yeah. In a row. Uh, and then had to go the next day. Uh, didn't didn't go to the, um, the uh, wrestling revolver show at noon, because we did not want to go back to that hotel venue. We had to visit our friend, the OLE, one more time, because we had to get some Shakara in. Um, mm-hmm. Augie, your first live Shikara show. That was awesome. I was... I had higher expectations than than I thought would be met, but it was a lot of fun, and yeah, it, I fucking loved it. It definitely. And who was the best wrestler of the uh, the whole Shikara uh, oh, show? Fucking Space Monkey, man. Yep. Fucking Space mm-hmm. Monkey, hands down. Who lives Fuck. up to the hype? Fucking Space Monkey lives up to the fucking Space hype. Monkey in and out of the ring. Yep. Yeah. Huggy, yeah, do, your, I, Huggy, Huggy, do your space monkey impression. Oh, 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 hey, oh, hey. And I'm like, this guy's fucking awesome. Like he's just selling t-shirts and he's doing the characters and he's point he has like South Park um like parody fucking shirt. He's awesome. And then he had to point out the reason why his his logo on the space monkey on one of the South Park shirts was split down his jaw is because he's Canadian. He's like, oh, oh Canadian. And I was like, you know what? Fuck yeah, this guy's awesome. <laughs> Uh, of every shirt from not his stand. Yeah, of every merch table, the only <laughs> the only table I went to, like the few shirts I bought this whole weekend that I went up to to get something that I could not buy, was at fucking Space Monkey's table because he was out of my size. <laughs> so Space Monkey, uh. Space Monkey made fucking bank this weekend. He um, was the shit, man. I love every time he reacts when somebody steps on his tail. How the bananas, like his spin, it was fucking. We're talking about awesome. wrestling. It's great. <laughs> it was awesome. It was so much fun. I will say to Augie's point, uh, so I definitely feel like in the past couple years after the whole break with Shakara that they, you know, they don't have the talent. Maybe they used to, they're kind of rebuilding a lot of guys. Um, so I, I would say it's definitely not as as uh, high of expectation you might have had nowadays with Shakara, but it was still different and fun <laughs> and good. I wish you'd been able to see like 2013, 2014 Shakara when they had... Uh, a lot of the different characters that they had at the time, but it was still a really fun show. For for me, if it wasn't if it it was Space Monkey was my best, but if I had to give something else because it was also my first Chikara show live, um, Los Ice Creams. Yeah, yeah. Oh, those my are my God. original favorites before Space Monkey. There was there there was there was one part in which like the match hadn't hadn't started yet, but. The entranceway, they had like lasers uh, being oh, yeah, right. being be, be, being like shown, uh, and one of them like is like jumping up trying to grab the lasers, and every like time he one. gets, yeah, and every time he gets close, he turns, they turn him off. 
was so good. <laughs> Just think that those used to be Cesaro and and fucking Cassius Ono. <laughs> For real? They they've recycled them so many times that like at one point there was I think Cesaro was very mysterious ice cream, and okay. I, I forget what o, I forget what Ono was, but I bet he was basically like the the other tall ice cream. Yeah, they oh, Quackenbush was an ice cream at one point. It's just oh, a crazy. running. It's just a running well, thing. Whoever whoever does whoever is this iteration, they are both crazy funny. They're really like, good, stupidly funny, like Laurel and Hardy fucking yeah. style, like. Because you, you can't see their faces, you know. Yeah. All they they really just have like their physicality. It's so good. One of them was in and, the one of them was in the crowd for the first ten minutes of the match. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that uh that uh four way tag match was also like really good. Yeah, yeah. Had, th- mm-hmm. Didn't most streams like almost win the damn thing? They got a little second. Last... Yeah. Okay. Okay. Which yeah. to me is like <laughs> might as well have won it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Once it got just to the colony and Hollow Wicked and Frightmare, it like ended up being like. Whatever, like a fucking serious match, <laughs> but right. exactly. as, as a whole, as a whole, it was pumpkin in a candle fighting ants. Let <laughs> <laughs> well, me put it that way. It sounds like the short in front of the brave little toaster. <laughs> it sounds <Yeah>. absurd. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we got. Uh, I mean, let me just read. The first match was Team Sea Stars and Obarian versus Hermit Crab, Cajun Crawdad, and Murloc. Who Murloc's an asshole. <laughs> Murloc, yeah, was, Murloc was a big asshole. Now, again, I think the thing that also affected us, Augie, was we had seen 13 hours of wrestling the previous day. Uh, yeah. And that night, uh, what did we do Friday night? Friday night, did we? Where did we go out afterwards? Was that we? Hooters. No, that was yeah. Saturday. Was that no? That was Saturday night because we were. That no, was because Saturday. Saturday was NXT. No, 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 fr- oh, this, no. Fr- uh, yeah, Friday. Friday night after all the shows, we went to McDonald's. That's right. Yeah, because because. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, because fucking checkers cut us off. <laughs> yeah, they yeah. did. <laughs> we they, do. Up, they weren't even close. They were just like, they've been here so many times. We roll up the checkers at like 2.08. All the lights are on. I get to the fucking speaker, and they turn the lights off on us. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that was Saturday, and then we just went to McDonald's, and we went back to the uh, the house and just chilled. Uh, Saturday was Hooters and other activities um, and we only went to Hooters because we were with a bunch of British people and they wanted to go to Hooters yes uh, and we wanted to watch Augie swim um, <laughs> that wasn't until I got there you would have done it anyway Augie <laughs> it doesn't have mattered um, but yeah the rest of Shikara um, uh, and there was storyline stuff here like you saw Ophidian you know the, the hypnosis isn't working for him so I'm interested to see where that goes this is uh, my Shikara update by the way um, just it's all like one long run on sentence. Missile Assault Man's fucking dope because he just says his yep. name and everyone's into it. Yep. Um, and Rich, you've seen Mike Quackenbush wrestle like seventeen times. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, it's just like he's it's basically just like a personal wrestler at this point. <laughs> <laughs> the man has been in, the man has been injured for five years and has wrestled I think four times since, and you've seen him two or three times. Yeah, me and Spencer twice. Yep. Twice. Yeah. yeah. So also, also Gulak and his going away show from Shikara in the encore, mm-hmm. and then uh, and then because fucking was it Smash Master? Yeah, got hurt. Sounds, uh, got hurt, and so Zack Saber went out, cut some like sappy promo or whatever about like, well, I've only wrestled here like three times, but uh, I want to wrestle Quackenbush. Yeah, and that was fucking dope. They literally a great match. They didn't literally. I yeah, don't so think... from like, go ahead. From my perspective, I don't. I don't. I'm like, yeah. 
Yeah, good wrestler Quackenbush. Like, what do I care? Yeah, he's a regular like, wrestler. Yeah, like I've seen yeah. five Shikara shows, and he's also got two of them. So, like, yeah, go for it. You, you fucking. So, I don't know his backstory or build up. I'm like, yeah, he's a good wrestler. Why not? God, you fucking lucky <laughs> asshole. <laughs> um, I don't think they took a bump that entire match. They literally just fucking worked holds and yeah. counters and getting out of them, and it was amazing. I don't remember Did a we... single bump. Same Did... with Gulak's match too. Yeah. Yeah. Did we uh, see Quack wrestle at those Shakara shows in Florida that we I went to that one time? I think we did. I think he was still teaming with Jigsaw. Yeah. No. No, he was already hurt. No, was I don't he? Think, okay. Because I remember that was obviously when they were doing the main storyline, and he got hurt at the WrestleCon that year when he was teaming with Liger. So, yeah, uh, okay. I, I don't think we did. Um, so this is the first time I've seen Mike Quackenbush, you sons of bitches. <laughs> you gotta uh, catch up. Uh, and I'd love to talk about the main event. However, <laughs> we uh, so the whole weekend we're like waiting to pull the trigger on NXT. Tickets are not coming down. They're not coming down. It's literally four hours before the show starts when this show started. So the entire show. That's also the reason why this Augie probably didn't like live up to expectations because we were on our phones the entire goddamn time looking for fucking NXT that, tickets. That is true. Uh, we get things, you know, the amount of alcohol we've consumed, money's getting to be tight. Um, got, got to make a, a judgment call on the decision. And at one point, six floor seats open up for basically list price beyond like all the fucking extra fees we have to pay through Vivid. And we're like, uh, should we? I don't know. We had to drop Widden off. Um, sorry, Widden for making you sound like the child. Um, <laughs> I was staying with my wife's family. No, no, no like, I'm saying the way I, the way I said it. No, the way I said it, I didn't want to like demean you. It was like we gotta drop the uh. widden off. Um, <laughs> uh, so then, like, y'all two... want to go to this thing, but what do we do with the boy? Yeah, <laughs> and then we also had two Can't other get a friends. sitter at this hour. We had two other friends that like wanted to join us, but we weren't sure if they were gonna go for the price. So then two tickets get sold. We're like, oh fuck, now we feel bad. What should we do? Oh, I'll cover you. And then Spencer just goes, yeah, I just bought the tickets. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> yeah, you owe me seventy bucks. <laughs> I had just checked. I checked and I was like, wait, hold on, I think they just got sold. And Spencer goes, yeah, I bought them. And I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah, we, we Let's hey, go. We, we need to leave in twenty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so we literally uh we i don't know why we waited for all of juan francisco de coronado's like 10 minute entrance but it's the longest entrance of all time yeah uh as i think the bell rang and we stood up <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> and walked out uh, i would like to congratulate juan francisco de coronado for winning the grand championship uh, uh, good for him yeah yeah good for him he beat ultramantis black uh so yeah we That's literally bullshit. Jolted to the car, dropped the widden off, and um, <laughs> uh, I don't even think we came to a stop. Just kind of slowed down. And get the fuck out. <laughs> yeah. Drop and roll, widden. Drop and roll. And, yeah, uh, I was like, let me. I don't know all my stuff. Thank you. Uh, there was and downtown's got so much fucking construction. We got re fucking routed. Made it to the Amway garage. I think we parked in the Amway garage at like seven fifty seven. Yeah, like as we were walk, we walked down, got onto the floor as. The the first entry as a uh, what's her name uh, sanity. sanity was coming in. We um we got into the building. You all pissed while I went and got a thirteen dollar beer, <laughs> and then uh and then we literally saw had the best view in the house for all the entrances when Spencer Stone wasn't working. And then, yeah, our uh, tickets were pulling up. The the security lady could have give uh the WrestleMania security lady a run for her money. <laughs> she wasn't letting us in for shit. Could have been the same woman. 
At one point, I started to t- I telephoned to Augie, like, in the air. I'm like, yo, do we want to maybe go around and try another girl? Because, <laughs> like, I feel like anybody else would be like, okay, yeah, fine, whatever. There's the only four seats in the entire arena open waiting right. for us to sit in them. Um, while Sandy is, like, on the apron looking us dead in our soul. <laughs> like, like, tw- like, no exaggeration, they're, like, 30 feet away. Yeah. We're like, oh, my God, they're going to kill us straight <laughs> up. <laughs> I'm Al- Alexander Wolf literally could have been like, hey, let those guys go sit down. <laughs> because he- we were right there. Uh, yeah, and then we saw NXT TakeOver, uh, with, like, seven row seats, uh, and it was the, probably, after the WrestleCon Super Show, the best show of the fucking weekend. Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely. really glad that we ended up going to it, because yeah. I knew... I mean, the Elster Black entrance was fucking evil, dude, yeah. I love that shit. It was incredible, uh, the eight-man tag was all kinds of fun to start the night off. The second best match of the weekend was the triple threat elimination NXT yeah. tag match. Um, Rude and Nakamura entrances live. Um, yeah, and also the Amway, the Amway Center this, is. Go ahead, Spencer. I know this isn't like uh, uh, indie stuff, so I'm sure I'm not going to talk about that much. Right. But dude, I hate how much everyone's all over Rude's dick because it's like, dude, that motherfucker. I hate him so much. He eliminated fucking Nakamura, and you guys are still going to cheer for him? Like, come on, y'all. It's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right, buddy. It's okay. Uh, I'm sure, look, I hope they don't make it a thing where, like, he just keeps eliminating Nakamura and Hideo, he'll eliminate Tian Bing, and just basically he's just gonna become, like, an Asian destroyer. Asian killer, yeah. Yeah, and and, and then Drew Galloway beats him in, like, five minutes. Um. Yeah, right, like, oh, that was his weakness, Scottish guys. The opposite of Asians. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just what fucking... were you going to say about the Amway Center, though? Oh, I want to give a shout-out to the Amway Center. It's always fucking dope and awesome compared to the fucking Citrus Bowl. Um, oh, yeah, big I've been, time. I've been in the Amway, like, I think this is like the fifth or sixth time between wrestling and basketball and everything. And it's just a fucking nice, new, awesome arena that's fucking easy to get around and fucking has great everything. So good on you, Amway Center. You're yeah, a they're, functional they're building. bars everywhere. Like, even with our seats. <laughs> Shitty company, but they know how to make an arena. Ruin lives. Good arena. <laughs> no, even with our bar seat, uh, even with our like floor seats, like there was there was plenty of bars for us to go to. There was one there that I thought we were gonna like run into like a basketball player while we were there, and instead we ran into was it the security guard for Kimbo Slice or something? Like, or no, no, you thought he was Kimbo Slice. I thought it was Kimbo Slice. I remember Kimbo Slice. Yeah, died. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, like wait a minute, Is this some kind of Andy Kaufman prank? Is he actually still alive? Yeah, and then um, and then there was also beyond like. I didn't know at the time that the Citrus Bowl was going to have, like, a separate fucking amazing VIP system that you had to get wristbands for. When literally I got up at one point and went to this private bar that nobody was in because WWE had a contract where they're not allowed to show the event on their television. So they were showing, like, the basketball games. Um, And it was, like, this amazing wide-open, like, cool bar that they're just like, yeah, what do you want? Come on in. There's nobody here. (laughs) So, um... The Overlook Hotel. (laughs) <laughs> my uh, picture is now hanging on the wall from 1915. Um, yeah, uh, it was a, cr- and then we went to Hooters. And, yeah, to cap uh, it all off, is the perfect ending to a perfect day. <laughs> <laughs> no complaints whatsoever. Then we closed the Hooters. Yeah, yeah. Then we closed the Hooters, and but this whole time, every day, we're staying up later. Like we should be conserving our energy. Thursday, oh. we stayed up till three, three thirty, waiting for Augie. Friday, we didn't go to bed till 4, 4.30. Saturday night, we didn't go to sleep till 5, and we had to be at Tim and Allie's at fucking 11 or 12. Um, yeah, it was it was a goddamn weekend. 
it was it was it was a mania it, it was a it was a mania at the end of it mm-hmm. uh yeah um so real quick i just want to get uh this is a, a picked up and a uh, married movie staple. I want to get MVP and LVP of the indie scene for the weekend. Uh, uh, and you want to have a breakout star in there as well? Yes. Yeah. Real quick. Uh, it can be different for everybody. Um, I'll, I, I'll give you guys time. So I'll go first. Uh, my MVP of the, uh, of everything. Sorry to take yours. Probably wouldn't. I became uh, just as big of a Marty squirrel fan as them in terms of an indie character having, <laughs> Uh, an indie wrestler having a character and a persona and great work and everything was fucking blown away. A close second would be Ricochet. My LVP is obviously Ryan Smile. Um, <laughs> breakout star for me, I would say Leo Rush because I was familiar with stuff in advance, but seeing him and knowing that he also has only been wrestling like two years and seeing how crisp and how good he is already, um, I can't wait to see him uh, get signed this year. Uh, Rich Spencer. Yeah, I mean, I, I could echo everything you're saying. Uh, I might, like, for, for me personally, I might switch out Leo Rush, who was a great pick, with Keith Lee. Yeah. I, I don't know how long he's been around, but I've obviously never seen him before. And then I actually do with Ricochet. Like, I mean, maybe, maybe Ricochet was doing all the work. I, I don't really know. But from what I was seeing, like, Keith Lee looks like a fucking, like, hero. That, to me, that to me showed, like, I do think Ricochet's doing a lot of the work, but I also feel like they purposely let Keith Lee hold back for bigger yeah. and better things. It's one of those things like, yeah, don't sure. blow your load right now. Save some stuff. Like Keith Lee got uh, of the match. Let's say there was like four huge pops. Keith Lee got at least two of them just doing things like a clothesline. Yeah. Like he got a huge pop for just like knocking Ricochet down. Yeah. yeah. Uh, check out the uh, uh, PWG released the highlights from the last show mm-hmm. uh, the other day. And it was Keith Lee versus Jeff Cobb. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Everyone LVP, in that building died. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Smile's a great pick for LVP. Um, yeah, Bobby Lashley also like did that. He sucked. Yep. Uh, I again can echo all of those, but for the sake of of just getting more names out there, um, I'll say Breakout Star. Uh, I want to see more, just just to know that he wasn't just set up for success in the ten man tag, but Jason Cade. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, for MVP, I'll just go ahead and say Ricochet. Uh, and then for LVP, um, let's say, uh, uh, the the guy who beat Rockstar Spud with his whole name on his arse. Yeah. Yeah. I was shocked that you didn't make Gargano still the MVP. Uh, I thought you were going to say. you know, I mean, just being, you know. You make the argument. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, you guys have pretty much mentioned all the ones that I was going to say. I I will say this: Can you give the MVP to Taya and Melissa Santos for going through tables? <laughs> yeah. For literally, yeah, I, mean, like, I did not expect that. Yeah, for not like getting booked at all and being like, oh no, we'll take the bumps. Don't worry about it. Yeah, they took it, more yeah. bumps than Quack and Bush and Saber did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, also, uh, they let or Melissa Santos. Brian Cage took the mic from the announcer and gave it to Melissa Santos so she could do his his entrance. We got a five five nine, y'all. Yeah, that was pretty sick. Good. Damn right, uh, Augie. Uh, for me, LVP, like you said, Smiles and and Janetti, I throw in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if, Kick him while he's down, why don't you? Hey, Damn. I know it would. Confuse- 
I know it would confuse our picked up and married with movie <laughs> listeners, Rich, but really we should rename the LVP the Janetti Award. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then uh, for me, Breakout, I know he's not Breakout for you guys, but Scroll. I, I fucking hate yeah. Great gimmick that when he came out with that fucking mask, both what both times? How many times? I don't even know how many times I saw Twice. him. Twice. Whoop, whoop. Fucking awesome. He killed it. Uh, and then MVP, like you said, Ricochet. And for me, uh, Space Monkey, dude. Fucking oh, yeah. Space Monkey okay. made my weekend. Hell yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I, will, I will say this one thing about Skrull, and I just saw this. This is how, like, he's so much into this. Uh, at, the, I, at the last PWG event, uh, I was watching the video of it, and I think it was him and Chuck Taylor and, like, a, like a street fight. Yeah. So, so he has powder. And it gets kicked up in his face, so he can't see. Oh, and yes. the referee and the referee gets bumped into him, and he thinks it's Chuck Chuck Taylor, and he breaks a finger on each of the referee's <laughs> hands, yep. and then goes to pin Chuck Taylor, but the referee can't count the no, three. No, no, count. no, no, It's it's later on in the match. Chuck Taylor is going to pin Marty, like in the fucking tax that they had as well. And yeah, that's when he couldn't pin him because his, his right. fingers were broken. Yeah, it's we'll we'll watch it after this. Yeah. It's fucking great. God, it's so good. There you go. <sighs> Best wrestling weekend ever. Uh, for us, being there live was incredible, and hopefully we'll see you uh, uh, doing it again some other time. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Potswoggle Wrestling Podcast Entertainment. We encourage you, as always, check us out on ArcadeAudio.net along with all of our other podcasts, as I've mentioned throughout the show. Please support us on patreon.com slash arcade audio. You can get all kinds of bonus content. If you want to hear the uh, immediate reactions from that first of all show from Rich Spencer and I, and if you want to hear a lot of rappers crinkle, um, that'll be up on, on there very, very soon. Um, but yeah, support us there and you get all kinds of cool bonus content, and other goodies and grab bags of uh, prizes and shout outs. Uh, please follow us on social media at Potswoggle on Twitter, on Instagram, on YouTube for old Potswoggle title tournaments. Bang up Jog Augie using your powers this episode. Um, <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank welcome. you. Just, just, just an amazing job. Uh, you, you piece of shit. <laughs> Fuck you, God, you suck so fucking much. God, Augie. Fuck Hockey. you, Augie. Hockey is like worse than fucking the Holocaust. <laughs> I don't know how to offend you. <laughs> Impossible God. to offend. Um, <laughs> potswoggle.gmail.com and uh, yeah next week uh, we're going to record immediately after this episode right here a very very quick uh, game based episode of Potswoggle and then uh, more news and fun to come all throughout the month of May don't forget the next Potswoggle title tournament live on Twitch will be May 24th 8.30 Eastern Widden final thoughts again just to reiterate these hands Touch the Ring of Honor World Television title. Fuck you, Matt Taven. <laughs> Fuck you, Matt Taven. You're the worst. Augie, final thoughts. Again, Tony Storm, Alexa Bliss in a match. <laughs> you want to throw Solo Darling in there too? Oh, Fuck yeah. it. Oh, oh no! Oh no! Who was the? Who was the girl at the at the Shikara show? Who was part Solo of like Darling. the Solo Darling? Thank yep. you. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Uh, Spencer, final thoughts. Again, I love Hooters. <laughs> <laughs> uh, by the way, uh, 
Spencer, uh, did uh, where'd you quote his thing? Because uh, just the Hooters waitress was not about splitting the tabs among like the fifteen people we had. So you're just like right here. <laughs> you say it was like, Put it all my most, tab. Anything. The, the most expensive bill you've ever paid in your life. <laughs> well, yeah. Until I went to Ford over the second weekend and ordered fucking fifty-five dollars drinks. <laughs> You paid for like 15 people's hooters and somehow managed to spend more with two alcoholic beverages yeah. in that uh, fucking wedding in uh, Florida. Uh, Rich, final thoughts. <sighs> Again, I actually have nothing to reiterate. All I want to do is say, uh, I do want to bring up, next time we're all down in Florida, we have got to go to trivia at that Applebee's and just wreck shit. Oh, God. <laughs> What was the first question? Something it made me so. It's mad. like, who's the piano man? Yeah, There's some bullshit like that. <laughs> oh my god! You're, like, you're gonna shit our fucking shorts. Like, <laughs> we gotta go. We just gotta go. What the city did the brothers take place in? Yeah. The weekend got off to a weak start before Widden and Augie got involved because we went to uh, what used to be a fucking bomb ass like comic book and action figure store that now is just kind of like sad. Also, I didn't tell you uh, the owner of that place is on trial for vehicular manslaughter. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Steve, love, Steve, send me the fucking link, and then we like, fuck, we have a little bit of time to kill, but we want to have drinks because we didn't know what the setup was at the OLE. So the only place that was close that we could get food and drinks was an Applebee's. We got shitty ass fucking appetizers, and they had fucking shitty ass trivia to start. And we're like, guys, we have seven wrestling shows to go see, and this is how it's all starting. <laughs> it was either that or Cheers with no windows. Shooting on the fucking <laughs> Cheers, man! I told you. God damn it. For Rich, for Spencer, for Wynn, for Augie, for Cheers, for Norm, for Cliff. <laughs> for Hooters. For Hooters. For Ryan Smiles fucking shitty mom for raising him to want to be a wrestler. This is Mullet signing out for Podswoggle. Wrestling Podcast Entertainment. We are slogging off. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at ArcadeAudio.net.